Manimal here. It's Monday, June 5th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we're going to go around the American League West. We've got some Rangers news, some Rangers injury updates. We've got three box scores to talk about because we're sweeping the Mariners. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can follow me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also follow Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTB. And don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And joining me, a man who barely made it out alive this weekend. So glad you're still here. The 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on socials? Uh, well, you know, Monday morning couldn't get here fast enough this week because uh, Friday after we finished doing the podcast, I got the, the word from, uh, from our good buddy James over at uh, the wrestling school that the building that the wrestling school was ablaze. Um, fortunately, we didn't lose anything that wasn't replaceable. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, still lost <laughs> a lot this weekend. But um, not going to be too sad about it because the Rangers are playing good baseball. And uh, me and you made it out to Frisco the other night to watch the, the Rough Riders and um, – little rough rough news for Takeo Roby and when we find out what uh, what happened and why he left the game the other night we'll we'll report that on down on the farm yeah yeah so yeah it was it was good to get out to the ball yard and check out uh, Frisco 70 degrees out there on a Whoa, Saturday night oh, it was beautiful wasn't it nice breeze <laughs> yeah, blowing nice around breeze going Ooh. yeah and uh, in June in Texas so yeah um you, uh, well, real quick, I was going to say, if you want to know more about uh, what's going on with not only my, my wrestling gym, but uh, Frisco and the Rangers, you can find me on social media, at tw hmm. on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300, TikTok Bull Pro, and uh, Facebook Bull Pro. So send me a friend request, give me a follow, and... Uh, this week we can talk about uh, building fires or we can talk mm. about Rangers baseball or, mm. uh, you know, um, there, I was at a, a, one of those breweries the other night drinking away all my sorrows and they had a beer huh. called K-Fabe. Oh, K-Fabe, brother. And I, and I mm. ordered, I, I went up to the, the register and I is ordered Tiazu Kiazay Fiazabes. Mm. And okay. they looked at me really, really funny. Right. But uh, once I explained to them that I'm an old carny just like K-Fabe, mm. she understood, and uh, I tried one of those. And I got to admit, it wasn't my favorite beer they had, but I couldn't go without trying the K-Fabe beer. Turning gotta point love beer, it. so, so you want to check it. them out. Well, and uh, speaking of K-Fabe, so around the league has nothing to do with K-Fabe, but the Houston Astros getting into some baseball news here. Astros take two out of three, but the Rangers still managed to add a game over the weekend, man. Come yeah. on. Yeah, man, you like you love to see it. And uh, I mean, uh, as well as the Astros are playing, there's only one team in baseball playing better than them, and that's the uh, Texas Rangers. And 
the Rangers are doing it emphatically almost every night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really you can't say good about this Rangers team right now. They are just uh, rocking and rolling, uh, doing kind of everything that they can do right. Of course, nothing is ever perfect, but to go out and have Houston win two or three and still pick up a game on them. And this was a weekend of predictions that I was happy to lose and glad to, to lose the streak to a three and O prediction from my co-hosts and the Rangers sweep the Mariners and in dominating fashion, absolute yeah. domination. I don't think Seattle wants to come back to Texas anytime soon after this weekend. No, I think, uh, well, you know, Louis Castillo was Louis Castillo. Um, mm-hmm. But as as far as the other two guys that got a chance to go through that Ranger lineup, they're not looking forward to doing it anymore. Uh, I imagine Brian Wu is ready to get back down and face Frisco again instead of the Rangers team. Uh, and uh, Bryce Miller, who he had really started nicely, but he ran into a couple of really good offenses in New York and Texas, and and uh, well, you know they kind of they kind of hit him around a little bit. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, the Rangers' lead grows to three and a half, uh, second in Major League Baseball, and don't look now, but they're only one loss in the loss column behind Tampa Bay. Mm, wow, Rangers. Standing strong, second in the MLB, one loss behind the Tampa Bay Rays. And this late in the season, pretty awesome. Again, there's not a lot we can say uh, about that, except for we can talk about it in depth, which is what we're going to do on this show. So let's jump right into the Rangers news. Rangers lead the AL West again by three and a half games, number two in the major leagues. Uh, But how about this, man? Josh Young, two months in a row, rookie of the month, and Nathan Eovaldi, hands down, no doubt about it, uh, pitcher of the month in the American League. Yeah, the, the um, Josh Young solidifying what he did in April and May. And um, the, I don't know that anybody's ever had a month as good as Native Aldi, maybe Oral Hershiser one month oh, uh, back, back when he was chasing 60 innings. But the, the Evaldi starts have just been – you know, even when he doesn't have his good stuff, he leaves the game with no runs on the board. Right. And, I mean, you know, and, and this started in April. It started at the end of April, and it, and it just continued right into to June because, I mean, he carried, what, a one-hitter into the right. seventh inning or whatever. And they, I mean, they basically pulled him because the game was out of hand and there's no need to send him back out there to throw another 15, 20 pitches or 30 pitches or whatever he had left in the tank because it's 12 to nothing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And we'll get into a little bit more of that um, later, but just an amazing month when you look up and down. And young, statistics, young, yeah. like don't look at rookies, look at yeah. regular, the third basements in the big leagues because he's leading all of them guys in most everything too, or first, mm-hmm. second or third in pretty much every category that you look at. And I mean, He's creating runs. He's scoring runs. He's taking walks. He's making, uh, you know, we complain a little bit about his strikeouts, but I saw today that the Mariners have four guys in the top five in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. So I'd definitely take Young and his production over what those guys have been doing. And they're good players too. It's just their strikeout. They're, they're, they strike out way more than Young. Even. Yeah. And, and I think Josh Young's defense is goes a little bit unnoticed because he's had such 
a uh, offensive outpouring. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's just been so good on the offensive side of the ball. But I think um, for sure, when you talk about just best third baseman in the league, he's doing it up and down uh, offense, defense, uh, you name it. So hats yeah. off to him and hats off to Eovaldi. Absolutely. Um, for obviously, Barron's loving it, loving it. Yeah, too. And a, a huge, a huge month for the Rangers, and and these guys deserve to be. They deserve to be rewarded for that month, and and those two, those two guys had good months, and hey, they had other guys that they could have given awards to, and I wouldn't have complained about either because John Gray had a huge month, and mm-hmm. I mean, if there was a second best pitcher of the month, it would probably have been John Gray, and yeah, uh, you know, so you're just getting it from all over the place, and and you just you just love to see it, and it's fun to talk about the Rangers every every Monday morning when we start this thing, and it's fun to talk to about them all the way through Friday. Yeah, and uh, speaking of a Ranger who, you know, definitely not uh, a guy I've been fairly critical of uh, throughout just his career as a Ranger, but Mitch Garver comes back uh, to the team just swinging and comes back as a huge – we had a huge weekend against Seattle uh, this weekend, so good to see that. Yeah, you want him coming back and you want him to be good and he does those things. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's been with the bat. uh, And, again, I'm perfectly fine. If that's all he does is hit. Um, I am I am not going to complain one bit. Um, so, yeah, as we kind of spoke earlier, the Rangers sweep the Mariners. And another guy who's just been, in my opinion. MVP-like. Uh, I'll MVP, agree with you. Yeah. MVP-like. Yeah, yeah. Marcus a, Simeon, man. In a league. Every game. In a league with Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge, I feel like that uh, Marcus Simeon has been every bit as good as those two guys for what he mm-hmm. does and what they need from him this year. And we're only in June, and normally he's just getting started about this time. Yeah, and, and it's it's just everything that he does. Defensively, he makes incredible plays. As a leadoff hitter, he gets the team ignited. He He's just not a – it's not as much of a splash – as we'd say in football, like a splash play guy where – He's making the big homers, or he's he's as flashy as those two that you brought up. But consistency wise and leadership wise, he's second to none. But and he does do those things though because he makes the yeah. flashy plays in the field, and he does hit mm-hmm. dingers. We love a guy like Marcus Simeon because out of the leadoff hole, he has pop, and he drives in those guys. He cleans up the bottom of that order better than any leadoff hitter oh in, in the big I've leagues. Ever because, seen. Yeah, like because <laughs> if they're going to be out there for him, he's driving them in. Yeah, he just really and truly could have a full show just about his brilliance this year. And again, another guy that – And maybe I, we will soon. True. And, and the guy I was critical of last year for sure and wanted to see him come off to a good start this year – and uh, once Seager went down, it was like something happened. But, man, Seager, too. I mean, again, we could go up and down this lineup. But Seager, since he's come back off of injury, man, he has been just, yeah. just incredible that, on, that, on every, that, in every way. It's, it's fun looking over at, uh, at, at the box scores and seeing that thousand ops next to him. <laughs> well, and him and Simeon probably together, I think, probably had like 15 hits or something over the weekend. But uh, you, I digress. You know, you know, we talked about those guys at the bottom of the order a little bit mm-hmm. when we were talking about Simeon cleaning them up uh, and Tavares and Duran. I think those guys kind of, you know, um, Tavares earned a day off yesterday, and I know he had yeah. a little knee bruise, and, and he bumped knees with uh, um, J.P. Crawford late in the game and a place where it didn't need to happen and none of that needed to happen and just the ball kind of mm-hmm. bobbled around and Tavares trying to get out of the way and they – 
they they hit knees. So he got the day off yesterday. And then Duran, he was a little tight in uh, Saturday afternoon's game. So they gave him an extra day off because you, know, you, you plug Travis Jankowski and Robbie Grossman in there and they just go off on their own right. And, and Jankowski goes out there and makes two gold glove plays out in center field and, uh, yesterday. <laughs> I honestly, I wanted to say that, like, I thought Saturday was the best lineup that the Rangers have put on the field this entire season. And it's now, you know, like two months, full months into the season. And they're just now putting the most, uh, I guess, uh, potent. the potent lineup out on the field and they're averaging six and a half runs a game b- before that. And now they're just finally getting that lineup out there. And, but then it doesn't even matter because Sunday you go out there, you put a 12 spot up with, with Grossman and Jankowski in the lineup. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it, it's just a fun thing to watch. And, and this Ranger lineup, a man, it may be the best lineup they've ever had, and that's saying a lot it's with true. the lineups that they put together in the '90s, and then in those early 2000 aughts or tens, or mm-hmm. uh, yep. you know. So that's a lot to say, and 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 I'm kind of feeling confident in saying it. Well, and and also, you know, hats off to the front office for this because it's also probably the most money that the Rangers have ever spent uh, on, on the players that they have too. I mean, yes, there's a lot that's happened internally in this organization that they've done to build up this lineup. Um, But, you know, some of these guys have come over in trades, Nate Lowe, some of these guys have come over in free agency or smooth pickups that they've made with guys coming, you know, like say, uh, well, and Duran coming over for Gallo. And then you're also talking about other pieces that are going to help this thing in the future. Um, but yeah, no man, it was just it's just every day it's working. And you know, we got one little last point to make on our Rangers news. Go vote for these dudes for the all-star break or the all-star game because man, they deserve it. I mean, I'm not saying I want all my guys on the all-star team and not getting that rest, but I want all my guys on the all-star team and not getting that rest because they're just you know, you're having fun and in Seattle, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I know you know, you gotta be at the ball yard, but it is what it is, and I want to see some of those guys that really deserve it, like Simeon and and uh, Nate Yavaldi and those guys be out there for sure. No, I agree. I think go out and vote for, vote for the Rangers All-Stars. Get these guys uh, their deserved. I'm sure they all get some kind of pay bump for doing it. Get Put some money in their pocket, but really show support for your team. We want to see a, a ton of Rangers out there because they deserve it. And, and again, we a couple of these pitchers are probably going to be out there as well. Um, well, speaking of all-stars, um, July 28th. Yeah, man. South, I, uh, South Fort Worth, there's going to be I, some all-stars down at the Southside Preservation Hall. There definitely will be. And I'm telling you, uh, the whole crew is going to be back and ready to entertain on July 28th at uh, the Southside Preservation Hall. We're right back in the same place. And I know after the Southside Preservation Hall, I'm going to have a big announcement about where Matt War Pro will be after the Southside mm. Preservation Hall show in July. So everybody's going to want to stay tuned for that. But until then, we've got some big action. Damo and Damo and Brick are not done by any means with Brent McKenzie. And uh, I'm not done with Avon Axel. And uh, there's a bunch of guys that are hungry in this business that want to be a part of this thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing like Chris Morrison and Morgan Mercy and uh, and those wrestlers do their thing. 
And uh, you know, as always, I want to say that I saw that the the uh, the name was Ultraviolet Enemies, but I'll confirm that. Violent, maybe go- violent. Ultra- no, ultraviolet. Hmm. It's like hmm. uh, the, the, I think it's a play on. I think it's a play on like uh, seeing red. Mm, okay. Maybe, okay. But, well, yes. uh, but we'll confirm that as we get closer to the show, and we'll probably have a press release from Matt War Pro and Death Breath in the coming weeks. And as we know more, we're going to get you out there on it. But don't forget about our sponsors: um, Kelly's Onion Burgers, Martin House mm-hmm. Beer, Starry Ice Cream, Live Well IV Treatments, and uh, Rally Time Athletic. Because those are some some great people that uh, do a lot for our our company, and we can't wait to celebrate them every time we do a wrestling show. All right, so let's jump into these weekend box scores first with the pitchers duel on Friday night. Yeah, um, you know they needed a big start from John Gray to match uh, Louis Castillo, and they got it. And you know John Gray he lowers his uh, ERA to two fifty one, throwing seven scoreless innings. On Friday, he uh, gives up uh, two hits, walks a guy. Uh, he did hit a guy, but then he proceeded to pick him off on like the next, like the next batter. <laughs> so I hit a guy, pick him off, but he he was rolling. He rolled through seven. Uh, you know, he's just got to keep matching Nathan Yavaldi because uh, those guys they're in, they're in competition right now for who can give up the least amount of hits every time they go out there. Uh, but the, yeah. you know, they, uh, um, a, another good ending from Grant Anderson, uh, still no recorded DRA for him, another strikeout and, Jeez. uh, Will Smith closed things down for his 10th save, you know, for a team that has what, 38 wins or whatever they have already. Uh, um, or at this point they were at 36 wins. 10 saves is all they have because Will Smith never has save opportunities because when they win, they normally win by 16 runs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no need for any, there's no saving. There's nothing to save. Uh, but, but on, but on Friday, yeah, it was, it was uh, kind of a, a game of attrition. If you would, if you want to say it that way, where yeah, no you know, doubt. the Rangers just, you know, had to, had to kind of plug at it. Um, really kind of uh, grind away and, and win a two, a two the, nothing ball game. The five hundred million dollar duo got them on the board. Um, yeah, I mean and, on the board all weekend, right? Well, yeah, they, I mean Simeon, he's been so impressive, and we just talked about that. But Seager right there to lace a double to uh, to get Simeon around when he uh, when he got his hit on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heim, big double late in the game, filling in for Leo or coming in for Leon for a big uh, at bat. And, uh, you know, uh, Nate Lowe um, you know, drives him in on the sack fly. The Rangers were two for seven, which is basically 300 at uh, with runners in scoring position. And, uh, you know, they, they, in a day where they had to work for everything that they got, uh, they got just enough. And, uh, Seager with a big RBI double off of Castillo and, uh, um, you know, getting Heim across late there in the game to add one more run because, you know, you need to pile on when you can. And in a game where Seattle hits and runs and all of that stuff were tough to come by, mm-hmm. the, the the Rangers, that second run made you feel a little bit better going to the, to the ninth inning because, you know, things can happen in a one-run game that don't happen 
as you score a couple more runs. And uh, they got two, but man, I mean, Castillo was really good for the Mariners. Uh, he he had uh, you know seven innings, five hits, one run. But this isn't a Mariners show. I don't. We don't talk no. that much about the Mariners when we no. when we play them. Uh, but uh, that was game one on Friday night, and uh, I'll let you add to it anything that you want to. Uh, but that's about what I got for you. Yeah, I, I actually want to use Jonah Heim kind of as the kind of as the segue between um, Friday night and Saturday night because. We've talked at length already about Simeon, uh, Seager, Josh Young. Uh, it's very easy to overlook um, some other players on this team. Obviously, you know, Dallas Garcia with an eight RBI night, uh, you know, oh, not too long ago. So, getting mm-hmm. a lot of guys getting a lot of attention. But Jonah Heim, quietly, kind of quietly now, not quite as quiet as it was, uh, but quietly having uh, one of the best seasons all time. Uh, for Rangers in terms of Rangers catchers and drove in a ton of runs over the weekend. Uh, he started it on Friday night, but it carried on uh, into mm-hmm. Saturday where the Rangers just have an offensive explosion yeah. uh, beating the, the Mariners 16 to six. And what was yeah. an exciting game to watch. And uh, it came capacity. and it came from everywhere. It came from yeah. everybody. Everybody did a little something. Um, the only, uh, you know, the Grossman didn't do anything in his one at bat in the eighth or eighth inning or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but, the uh, Simeon welcomed Brian Wu to the big leagues early, uh, with, uh, with the first pitch double, uh, Seager takes the next pitch, drives it into to left center field. And, yeah, uh, one, two. you know, did two it not pitches. feel like in that top <laughs> half of the inning, the Mariners scratched and fought and like, they felt like it was a win getting that one run and the Mm -hmm. Rangers erased it in two pitches. Yeah. Very demoralizing Um, moment. I felt like that was probably the most demoralizing moment of probably the series, just because it kind of, it kind of nutshelled the whole series of like, no matter what the Mariners did, the Rangers just were there to not only one up them, but like, like, say, hey, well, three up them in that first <laughs> inning on Saturday. Exactly. But, but it looked like uh, Brian Wu was going to settle into that thing and get out of there with just the one hit or the one run. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jonah Heim, a big two out, uh, two run single with uh, with Seeger over there on third and uh, maybe low, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe Garcia. It probably might have been Garcia. Uh, it took a walk or something. But anyways, they get those two big runs, and you know that's a big that's a big difference maker. Yeah, sure, you eliminated it in two pitches, ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, to get those but two to, outs to get those other two and um, get get a couple more across the board. Um, that's a huge deal. And, and like you were saying with Jonah Heim, it seems like every time he's coming up with runners in scoring position too, I mean, you know, he's, he's having a good at bat, making, having good swings and, and making sure he gets those runs across. And, and, uh, you know, the, and then in the second inning, uh, they, they got, they got, they put up crooked numbers all day. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that second inning, it, it started with the, with the, the usual spe- suspect down there, Ezekiel Duran. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he had a couple of walks the other night. Two walks. Uh, Saturday. Two walks. Yeah, that's it's like season that's a, high. Like, did he, like, match his career high? Total in one, yeah, career, yeah, season total in one game. Um, but, you know, and he, he's out there on base, and, and Simeon's driving him home, and Seeger's 
you know, Seager's driving him. You know, it just it, it just keeps going, and 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 every inning, and man, they just keep they just keep unloading on on these pitchers, and you get a guy like Brian Wu who's making his major league debut, and uh, you know, it isn't just the Atlanta Braves that beat up on on young young boys that come up into the big leagues trying to throw get strikes mm-hmm. or get outs, um, <clears> but. <throat> But the Rangers managed to get uh, what they end up putting on Wu six, six in like two uh, innings. Yeah, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, Got his ERA over. up to twenty seven. Yeah, yeah uh, he's but, not a bad pitcher. Actually, no, he's going to be fine. He's a great. Yeah, he's going to be just fine. And there's going to be a time where he's going to pitch and get good out, give the Mariners good outings, or you know, if he moves on from there in the trade or something, wherever he goes, he's going to be a good pitcher in the big leagues. And I had seen him a couple of times at Frisco this year and then you know he gave that first goal lineup trouble as well yeah yeah well you know um as far as my ads to it i was that was one of the things i was going to add just about Wu is i mean he's a pretty good prospect he's not just some slouch so but again it's tough coming into the big leagues and facing a team like the rangers when they are hot as they can possibly be Um, the top three guys in the lineup 10 what is let me see here 10 for 17 what yeah. So Simeon Seeger low were ten of seventeen um, in that game. And and also seven of eighteen with runners in scoring position. It's like unhurt. You know, I mean those big, yeah. big time. I mean and then they got three three run home runs from both Tavares and Simeon. Uh Nate Lowe had a, a couple of a couple run home run and uh, Garver hit him got Welcome him back, blocked. Garver. And, well, he and, had a pretty know, big double in the earlier two, didn't he? Uh, did he was that? A, did he have a double? No, that was the next I, night. That was uh, Sunday. That was, so that was, yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, we'll talk about Sunday here in a minute. But yeah, what a just a big day, and you get three RBIs from from Nate Lowe. You get three RBIs from Simeon. You get three RBIs from Seager. You get three RBIs from Tavares, and and Tavares put put on a little power display uh, mm-hmm. with his with his home run and. You know, he adds two more hits, and he's still hitting above 300, and Zeke Duran's hitting above 300. And, mm. uh, See what you're uh, doing right here. Himes hitting 280. Well, he's hitting more than that now because he had a big day. Young had a big day Sunday. So, oh, you know, man. we're going we're gonna to have to start talking about all these guys that I know batting average doesn't tell the whole story anymore, but you can't have a high on-base percentage with a, with a 115 batting average. No, you sure can't. The Josh Smiths of the world are, are rare as they are. And, and But, you know, speaking of all of the guys that we've just brought up, you know, one thing they all have in common, uh, they've all come up through the Rangers farm system. So That's right. if you want to, yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys, uh, if these guys have all come uh, through this farm system and come up through the Rangers system in somewhere. And that's, and that's completely untrue because the whole top of the lineup, None of those guys came up to the Rangers besides Young. <laughs> well, yeah, you're talking about Young. You're talking about Duran. You're talking about Jonah Heim. Tavares. Uh, most of those guys. Yeah, yeah Tavares. All those guys uh, were in some form or another prospects uh, for this team. And so if you like our show uh, and you want to get a little bit more content, you want to find out about what's happening on the farm, you should subscribe to our exclusive content, Down on the Farm with the Boys, where we cover all things uh, Rangers farm system. In fact, we are out. Uh, out in force uh, on Saturday night in Frisco, checking out uh, the team going to see in Takeo Roby, uh, you know, uh, John, I think it's Spees, Jonathan Spees, is it? Alex Spees. Alex Spees, uh, the ever amazing. 
yeah, the ever amazing uh, Louis Angel Acuna. Uh, just an amazing squad down there at Frisco, but they got a ton of great players in this farm system, especially uh, as it relates to pitching, uh, especially in the lower uh, parts of the organization. So uh, we go over everything, double uh, A, triple A, a high A ball, Dominican summer leagues coming up, Arizona complex leagues coming up. So for just $1.99 a month today, you can make our pot. Yeah. $1.99 a month. You can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers uh, just go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, and go ahead and hit that subscription subscribe button. We're going to talk about the draft as that's coming up uh, next month. We're under a month, I believe, out or right out a month out from the draft. So, uh, and we've updated and we've updated oh, yeah. our uh, prospect list. So um, the next show that we drop will be uh, um, uh, well, something about forty. Yeah, we're going to be talking about we got forty of them. Yeah, talking about our next uh, our top forty prospects, and and we're gonna go through the whole the whole crew, uh, you know Brock Porter and all the gang's gonna be gonna be there. So uh, subscribe to that exclusive content. But let's jump right into Sunday. Before we get to Sunday, oh, oh, I just wanted please, to say a uh, big big shout out to Spores and Leclerc uh-huh. and and Raggins for killing it out of that bullpen on Saturday when Heaney did not have his best up. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. like your predictions. Where you you missed Saturday on your prediction, but yeah. you did you did say that Heaney may not have a good outing and he didn't have his best outing, but but those guys in the bullpen picked him up and uh, you know everybody Offense but John King was then, yep. yeah everybody well, and, but and, uh, yeah but you know but God I'm I'm done with all that I just wanted to let those guys know that we we saw what they did on on Saturday and that they were really good and um, you know helped the Rangers. Leclerc had four strikeouts in two innings, and mm. you, you know you love to see it. I know it's not a pressure situation, but you still love to see it because you got to get those outs at some point. And and he was getting those outs, and the Rangers. I uh, I mean, only the thirty nine Yankees have scored outscored opponents by more than what the Rangers have done so far this season. Yeah, we're going to need all these guys too as the season goes along. Another thing I wanted to, it's kind of a question, and maybe it could be posed uh, for tomorrow's show. Uh, just because we might not have nearly as much content to cover, but is, is, and don't have to answer now, but you can, if you want, but is Grant Anderson now the setup man for Will Smith? Because that was the role he played uh, on Friday night and he was not needed. uh, Neither him nor Will Smith were needed on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, But that's a question to ponder. Uh, Has he already earned that uh, setup role, at least as it stands for the Rangers? I think Bochy's going to guys that are getting outs and he's getting outs right now. He's definitely doing that. So Sunday, 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 the Rangers put another whooping uh, on the Seattle Mariners and come out with a 12 to three. Uh, the three happened when it didn't matter. No. Uh, yeah. Well, I say was, not. Uh, yeah, it, it was, was just 12. It was, yeah, seventh inning. Yeah. Uh, it was already 12 nothing. The yep. Rangers are getting Jonathan Hernandez work, and he's going to get work no matter what until – Yep. You know, uh, either either they decide that they need him to go to minor the minor leagues, or they have mm-hmm. something better in the minor leagues to replace him with. Because at this very moment, there, it's yeah. not like Round Rock has an arm down there that's like Jonathan Hernandez. And the closest right. thing is it is to like a Spencer Howard, who's still basically rehabbing. Um, so yep. I don't know exactly how 
how fast they want to throw him to the fire in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it may be quick, and, and you know they may want to get Hernandez down to to AAA to uh, um, to work on his command and work on uh, what he what he is as a pitcher because he's not the guy that's going out there with this six sixty five ERA right now. And he, no, he's this got is the, not who he is. Yeah, he's got an electric arm, and we gotta we gotta get it back to the the guy that was throwing last year at the end of the season. And uh, you know that takes a quick stint down at Triple uh, A. Uh, you know they've got arms coming, and you know like we said, we were at the game last night in Frisco, and both Funkhauser, Danny Duffy, both pitched last night there and uh alex spees he's on his way with 101 and a 93 mile an hour slider and so so there's guys there's guys coming and glenn Otto may not be too far behind so you know um like we were talking about there aren't a lot of places now i mean john king's spot may possibly be one of them that is gone um but hernandez is probably that next guy down the list and um, Mm uh you know but we'll just kind of you know we'll see the, the arm is so good. It's a major league arm for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, and I, and I think it wouldn't hurt him to, to maybe get a little bit of help uh, from, from the bullpen. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it wouldn't hurt him to get a little bit of help down at AAA. Um, the other thing, of all eight hits, eight, uh, seven of the eight hits last night or yesterday for the Rangers came out of the bullpen because Eovaldi wasn't giving up nothing. No walks, no. one hit. No, yeah. Six innings to bring that ERA down to a minuscule 2.24. Man, what can you say about Eovaldi that we haven't said already? Well, he's just been fantastic. I mean, just everything. I mean, and he had had gas in the tank. If it wasn't 12 to nothing, he would have been back out there for the seven. I mean, if this was a I mean, one, we haven't even talked about Jacob Degrom at all on the show today. Oh yeah, we did. we didn't even need to. I think no, he's I think he's having a baby though. I, like not yep. him personal, like him, good, but good his it's his seed. That's yeah, I guess okay. what we're going good. with. Wow. Yeah. Did we need to? Yeah, get, what, is that what you wanted? Is that what the viewers uh, were? No. I didn't okay. Know if we were going to be talking about seed, uh, but um, but but you know, speaking of seeds, that Jonah Heim. Might have hit a couple of Corey Seager hit a, a couple he, too. Oh yeah. goodness, that thing down the first baseline that he hit was a was a rocket. Ellen, he hit a home run. Was it was it this was dead a center? Run, right, dead center. Golly, yeah, four thirty. Home run was a man. You know what's funny about uh, Seager? He's not he's not visibly visibly a big guy. You know, I mean, he's not small either, but he just seems like a fairly average size major league hitter. But man, he absolutely puts the charge into the ball. His, I guess you call it exit velo, or it's whatever, all, is always, always tops high. on the team. Yeah, he yeah. hit some bombs, man. That was a huge home run. You know how yesterday we were like, man, or we were talking about uh, Saturday, and we were like mm-hmm. seven for eighteen. That's insane with runners in scoring position. Sure. So what did the Rangers go out and do? They went seven for eighteen with runners in scoring position again <laughs> today. So. Yep. It's almost like you're looking at the same box score, almost like it's it's kind of crazy. Ways. But they jumped on them early. Uh, they got Ivaldi uh, a lead. Uh, Bryce Miller, who had been pitching well, like we said, he ran into a couple of buzz saws with the Yankees and the Rangers, and the and the Rangers just followed suit. And Simeon got that hitting streak out of the way early in the first inning. Um, he came around to score Seager, uh, you know, doing again. it again, doing it again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean. <laughs> 
uh, it's like every time they need, you know, two out hits, they get them. The uh, Heim had another big two out hit in the first inning uh, that pushed that thing out to what three nothing right there in the first inning. Two nothing. It looked like yeah, two, 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 two nothing. Yeah, and, and then then he hits a three two run five homer. run innings. Yeah, two five innings again. They they put up crooked numbers, crooked numbers every night. uh, You know they're fun to watch, and I mean one through nine right now. It doesn't matter. Like we said, you know, I thought Saturday was the best lineup that they've ever put out on the field this year. And then Sunday they went out there and said, "Hold my beer." Saturday's lineup, and and Mm -hmm. you know you're getting it from everywhere. Grossman's hitting balls off the top of the wall. Garver's going into the into the uh, gap. Uh, Heim, Heim's hitting balls off the foul pole. Josh Young had another three for four and pushed his batting average back up to 294. And, uh, you know, Garcia had a nice day. Low, you know, with, uh, low, Josh low Young, scores a couple runs. You know? Josh Young, you know, we were talking about, like, early in the season, we talked about him. And one of the things that I think we both agreed on, like, it would be great to see him come in and really just, like, can, like take a hold of third base and just say, Hey, this is my spot and I'm going to be here. This is mine. Yeah. The next and, seven I mean, he's years done that. for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's done that like in spades, like I would say at the top end of what we had hoped. And, and honestly, like, I'm not going to, we, we did say that what we're looking at right now, we actually said this was the, this is a ceiling. Like we, we said, this is possible with Josh Young. It's not yeah, like yeah, no, we're completely I, taken aback. We just thought, you know, Hey, he may have some trouble adjusting a little bit to the big leagues and maybe with strikeouts, you can see it a little bit, but as a whole, we also said, but this guy's a hitter. He's a great hitter. And you know, he could come right up and, and make a huge splash for this team. Yeah. And, and he's not exactly that. And not so too terribly surprised by him being a good defender down there at third base. Nah. I mean, remember what I told you every day at Frisco, every day, every time I would go to Frisco every day, he'd be the first one on the field, the first mm-hmm. one in the batting cage and the last one in the batting cages. And he was, he is a worker at Frisco. He yeah. worked hard to, I mean, every day he was there. He knew that he was on a timetable and he needed to get here. And now he's, I mean, he's a, a little bit older for a rookie because he's had some injury issues. But, man, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not surprised by what he's done. But, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised that this is the capabilities that he has as a ball no. player. No, I don't think either one of us are. I, again, I would have, I would have, I gave him a little room for, you know, error. You know, if, if his average was sitting around 250, 260 right now, and he's slugging seven thirty, seven fifty. I'm not. I'm not or, mad at yeah, all. Yeah, if his ops, you know, is seven, but, yeah, he isn't gonna be slugging. He isn't so, slugging you know, seven thirty yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah, I get exactly around seven thirty. Yeah, but but again, we also said yeah, but he has a ceiling of like two ninety, like three hundred, like like thirty homers. Like that's totally believable with a guy with, you know, just basically his makeup, and he's just done it everywhere he's gone and. The power just keeps coming as the, you know, as he grows, he's got a gap power. And um, anyway, so really cool to see that. I don't want to spend too long on that. I'll again say Mitch Garver, another uh, fantastic uh, comeback game for the Rangers. Love seeing him at DH. And one more thing before you jump in, uh, Sebastian, um, Travis Jankowski out in center field, uh, man, uh, you know, (laughs) Couple of like seriously great plays. You know, on center field it, yesterday. It, it's it's the same thing on the field as it is in the mm-hmm. batting lineup when they're out there. 
whoever it is, wherever they're at, they're out there doing it. And whether it was, you know, Bubba Thompson while he was up here playing in the outfield for them or, or Jankowski or Garcia or Tavares, or, you know, those mm-hmm. guys are out there getting those fly balls. And, and like we've said, like after that first week and when, uh, when Simeon or Seeger went down and they had to bring Tavares up, I mean, we haven't said anything bad about this defense in the outfield. No. And, and today's a day where Tavares is getting a blow and they're still they're still out there performing and, and making yeah, plays. And, and and thank God nothing coming of that uh Adolis Garcia. He went down like he got sniped in the in the second the inning. Little knee thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looked like he got sniped, but hopefully it was just a cramp or or maybe here it felt something twinge and he'd rather go down to let everybody know instead of trying to just, you know, walk it off or whatever. So Good to see him stay in the lineup, and uh, you know he played all day, so it wasn't like he left the game even in a blowout. So, you know the Rangers are getting all all their bench work every night, and, and it's fun to watch them play. And I, I mean, I don't have anything else; just just no. fun to watch play baseball. And I can't wait until Monday for the for the Cardinals to be in town because the Cardinals have no business being on the field with the Rangers right now. And uh, I hope that the Rangers do exactly to them what they've been doing to these other teams because. You know, I mean, sure, I'm from St. Louis and all that, but the Rangers are my team. Yeah, and 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 the other thing I can I can pretty much guarantee you about this Rangers team that that I'm not worried about is them sleeping on a team like St. Louis because St. Louis, though they are uh, last place in the NL Central, granted that that's totally worst team in National and, League, and definitely yeah, record wise, the worst team in the National League right now on a three game skid. But um, they've shown signs this year of being able to beat good teams, and, and they still have a plus three run differential in terms of the in terms of just kind of where they're at overall. And and this is not a bad organization. And they that, still have they, you know, they still have uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado yeah. and those guys in the yep. lineup. And uh, Martin Perez is going to be on the hill for the Rangers, and hopefully he can get things going back, get things back going for himself and the. Uh, Cardinals are going to counter with uh, Adam Wainwright, so um, probably yeah. probably the it's last be a time. Nice matchup. Probably the last time uh, Adam Wainwright will come through Arlington for sure. Yeah, and uh, I know you guys uh, are going to be out Monday and Wednesday. I think my wife and I uh, are going to try to get out there on Wednesday as well. Hopefully, a little early Father's Day gift. So we should all be out. Hopefully, all be out at the ball yard together uh, on Wednesday. I know you guys are going to be out there on Monday, so uh, just to you know, go check out your Cardinals, but also support the support the Rangers. But if you got nothing else, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and close up shop for us tonight. Yeah, no, I have nothing else. So you take us home, Kev. You got it. Well, thanks everybody. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, all one word. Don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys. Don't forget to follow us on your on subscribe to us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Thanks everybody for tuning in. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.